0: Welcome to Co Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about spiritual magic, the law of attraction, the art of allowing. Mind, body, spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. This is season two, episode 18. We're recording this on Sunday, October 3rd, 2021. And this episode first went live on Monday, October 18th. Uh, my name is Colin. I am a teacher, tarot oracle card reader, and I'm the, a singer and guitarist in the band Red Treasure. And I am located in beautiful, sunny, and we are sunny today, North Hollywood, California. Woo <laughs>
1: woo! My name is Stephanie <laughs> and I am a transformational life coach and I help people shift their thinking and their lives transform for the better. And I am in San Diego, California, and it is warm this weekend.
0: All right. Well, well thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you're listening to the audio version on Spotify, the Apple podcast app, outcast stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for watching us. If you're watching us on the co-creation station, YouTube channel, if you enjoy <clears throat> this episode and feel called to like it, uh, follow us, subscribe to us, whatever the platform you're listening and watching on allows you to do, it helps other people find uh, the podcast. So we'd be really appreciative of you if you did that. Each week we start a discussion from a different jumping-off point here on the podcast, and this week uh, the jumping-off point is something that you and I talked about, uh, I think, in either in front time or after the recording last week uh, which is something that Abraham, uh, Hicks talks about. Do you want to, do you want to lead it off or do you want me to lead it off? You go ahead. Yeah. So it's this concept that I, I had never heard this until I heard Abraham talk about it, basically that we have a inner being that is perfectly aligned with the larger universe at all times. And so we're never like our true inner nature is never like wrong or bad or broken or any of the words that we use sometimes to talk about ourselves um so we have this 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 being inside of us that is you know perfect and connected to everything and when we experience like these the sort of high the natural highs of life like we're doing some activity or sport or something that we love and we feel lost in the moment, we're so enraptured with it. Or if we're with our favorite friend or our partner and we're having a wonderful time, we feel a lot of love and uh, sharing and all that and we feel that natural high, that is actually an indicator that in in those times we are in alignment, like our physical earth practical body and mind are in alignment with that spiritual being that's always aligned and the reason it feels so good is because part of it is because we are not just in alignment with ourselves but we're in alignment with the entire universe and the whole co-cooperative co-creative system that makes everything basically and so but there are times where we feel really off and we might experience that um, through you know what we consider or say our negative feelings um, like if we Talk about ourselves in a in a bad way, like man, I'm such an idiot, or something like that. We will feel bad, and part of that is the fact that our inner being, that's always connected to the great, whatever, um, never thinks like that. Like always knows that we're on our perfect journey. Um, it's an imperfect journey from our human perspective, but it's a perfect journey spiritually. And so we're never. An idiot. We're never wrong. We're never bad in the sense that we've screwed up our journey. Like it's kind of impossible to screw up your journey, I guess. It's part of what I understand now. You can take. Well, we, that, I guess that's a deeper dive on the topic. But anyway, but that was really fascinating to me when I first heard Abraham talk about that. That like, oh, because it resonated with me. Like, I know that when I have negative self-talk and I say, "Oh, Colin, you're so stupid. Or, you can't do anything right," or something like that, that you know i'm creating an emotion of pain or sadness or something and that doesn't feel good but it always once i heard abraham say that i was like yeah it also feels like i'm kind of it's like i've moved away from something i know deep inside me to be true like when i'm really hard on myself like that it it doesn't feel i don't know how else to describe it but like on a spiritual level it, it never felt right you know it feels like my there's something inside me that knows don't do that. Don't talk to yourself like that. Um, but my brain is kind of running a, an old program, you know, series of beliefs or behaviors or whatever, and so I'm I'm kind of aware of like, ugh, I'm doing this thing and it doesn't feel right. And I think the other thing is like um, it that inner being of ours is also always connected to our perfect intuition, and so when we're really connected and we feel like, you know, people get hunches of like, you know, I really think I should go to the beach today. I don't know why. And then they go to the beach and they have this amazing day. Like, wow, that hunch was like right on. And that's because they're listening to their intuition, that's which was- guidance. Because they were in yeah. contact with like, they were very aligned with their, their outer being was aligned with their inner being. And it can also be the reverse. If like somebody asks you to do something like, You know, um, somebody like a friend of a friend you don't get along with very well needs help moving and they kind of pressure people in their social network, including you to come help and you kind of go, I don't think I'm like, I don't think I'm going to have a good time. It doesn't feel right to me. Like, I want to be a good person and help, but, and then you ignore that inner voice and you go and the person is like in a bad mood and they're mean and they insult you and like, you're like, why did I come here? You know? and that's because you went against that intuition that was coming from your inner being knew like what your happy path would be that day and you took sort of practical information and decided in your mind that you're going to override that and go well no i should be a good person you know this is a good friend of my good friend, so i should go help you know and then you, you pay the price <laughs>
1: yeah. so the thing i think you The thing I love about the Abraham Hicks teachings or you know, Abraham's teaching is this is where I first learned about what my emotions were about. Mm. And, you know, I, I just had my anniversary on September 30th, which was a couple of days ago from us recording this of when I really started, I started listening to their guided meditation daily. I did that for a month. And my, the, how I felt just transformed. Like by the 30th day, I was feeling better more often. And I got to a point where like, oh, I don't want to feel bad. And then I just started listening, watching and, and reading as much of their work that I could. And within a year, six months or whatever, I remember having friends tell me like, you're really different. And I'm like, really? And I like, go, oh, okay. So... um, And this is, I think it was said 2013 was when it happened. I was like, oh, it's only been eight years. It feels like it's been longer. But anyways, um, so emotional guidance system. Like, I was, I just always assumed that my emotions were because, well, that person did something I didn't like and I'm really mad at them. So, you know, that's why I feel this way. It's like it was always an outside thing. Or, Or let's say, like, you yelled at me and I felt bad, then it was because of the situation and not because of something different, which is my emotional guidance system is to let me know like what you were talking about earlier, like, am I in alignment with my higher self? Am I in alignment? Like certain thoughts, like, um, whenever I think harshly of someone, I'm always going to feel bad because my higher self never thinks harshly of another being. Yeah. Um, When I, like you were saying about, you know, if I have a derogatory thought about myself, I'm going to always feel bad um, because my higher self doesn't feel that way about me. And so my emotions are this guidance of whether my thoughts are in alignment with my higher self or whether they're out of alignment with my higher self. And that's all that my emotions are about. And learning that it's taken me eight years I'm starting like I was telling Colin in our friend time, I'm just now starting to see how much I'm starting to get that. Like I'm paying attention to how I'm feeling and then I'm paying attention to how thoughts feel. Like if I feel bad, I'm like, oh, that thought I just had wow, makes me feel bad. Oh, I feel bad because my I, I call it my inner being now. I used to call it my higher self. My inner being isn't thinking that thought. That's the only reason. Not because it's good, bad, right, or wrong, or he said she's... And it's not that. It's just that that thought is out of alignment. And I'll just be like, oh, okay. Okay, let's think of another thought or, you know, whatever it may be. And it's been super powerful to just, like, paying attention to how I feel, paying attention to how thoughts, when I think them, how they feel, and then going by that guidance, when it's my guidance system. So...
0: Yeah, I think the um, time where I really noticed this phenomenon is where I believe that in some situation that I have been wronged by someone else, like someone else has lied to me, and I'm not making it up, I'm not blowing it out of proportion, like they really yeah. didn't lie to me, or somebody was mean, you know, or somebody yelled at me, like you kind of say, and not in an understandable fashion, but like they overreacted and, and took something out on me that wasn't You know my thing of something going on with them
1: yeah
0: and um what often happens when that occurs is that i feel um i have a lot of hostile thoughts towards that person um like they're a jerk and you know like that's mild (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean yes (laughs) and it's weird because my experience is that it feels good at first it's like it gives me a rush of some sort like when I can really feel like that person is like, they don't know what they're talking about and I'm they shouldn't have done that like I get this sort of almost like a nat- a different kind of natural high off that and it's like there's adrenaline associated with it or something and it feels good at first. And I don't even know if good is the right way, but it, like, it feels like powerful. It feels powerful. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, you're getting something from it. It's yeah. serving you in that right. moment.
0: Because then it feels because then what happens today, knowing what I know is, oh, but this takes me away from what I really want to be thinking and feeling like I don't want to be spending any time uh, or much time in this zone of resenting people or raging at people in it. And today it's always in my head. I don't do anything about it, but yeah, yeah. then I don't want, I don't want to go through like an hour of, oh, and, yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean, uh, and, and that's because now I, I can feel like, oh, I'm out of alignment with myself. Like yeah. now my body and my physical brain are doing something that like in my heart and soul, I wouldn't do, you know, like in my heart and soul, I would forgive this person and just, or just understand, like, it has no We
1: can't go there. Right. In that moment, you couldn't go there. Right. I was just thinking about something when you're talking about this, thinking about something that happened with me the other day, like I really love this person, but I was pissed at them. Yeah. And it was coming out like this way I was driving and I, and then I just started like yelling at them. They were not there, but I'm just like, started swearing at them. And then I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, I would never say that to this person. But I'm yeah. it's get to coming up. I'm like, I'm really angry with this person. And so I just allowed myself to express my emotions. And then I got to the point where I was literally laughing because yeah. it was hysterical. And then I, it was a way for me to feel my emotions and let them out in a healthy way. And then it passed.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, you know, because I like that you brought up the thing about laughing about it because that happens for me too. There's sometimes where I process, especially if I call you know, my sister or you or another friend and I'm talking through what happened, that talking to the other person kind of helps me see outside myself a little bit. So I'm sort of like a little mini higher power looking down on the sort of simpler human practical me as I was judging this person and getting getting upset. And it, it's kind of funny and it's it's interesting. It's like if you watch a sitcom on TV where people get angry a lot, which like I'm thinking Seinfeld, like either with uh, George Costanza, who's yeah, yeah. always getting irate about something. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny when you see it in a fictional, you know, sitcom environment like that. But then it's like, but I, and I may not, you know, on the show, he's in all these extreme situations. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I do a like if I get really mad and I let it out without filtering it. That's sort of I mean it's sort of a universal thing. That's what we all kind of right. Maybe a little different, but that's how we are. And yet I'm so able to see like, wow, he's like overreacting to. The, it's funny because you know like oh he's overreacting to this like this isn't a big deal.
1: Yeah. He's
0: caught in that human moment of like he's convinced in the moment it's a big deal. It's a big deal, yeah. Or he's just got to like say his and. and and then you see um i mean this happens on more than seinfeld but i just i think george on seinfeld's a great example of like it never works out in his favor like he every time he gets mad like that and and yells at someone for something It always comes you know, there's always this sort of karmic thing that happens where his life gets It's
1: law of attraction. It's not karmic, it's law of attraction, right? Like he's dishing it out so he's gonna get it back.
0: Exactly. But I what I relate to in in that character is like when I am filled with that power of judgment and anger and you know, like I have a right to complain about this
1: person.
0: Yeah, put them down even if it's just in my own head. Like that leads to the same sort of thing. Like, if I, you know, like I'm headed to the same, you know, place as George yeah. is when he's yeah. getting upset. Like, I'm, I'm, it, and it's ironic to me because, like, I feel upset because something is wrong in my life, you know, so to speak. But, like, my solution in the moment as a human is I'm going to make it way worse. <laughs> and somehow that'll fix it. It's like, it doesn't, it makes no logical sense. But I think that's when, you know, that's, that's why it's helpful for me to catch like that hearing Abraham talk about that was helpful for me because in, in, I mean, psychology is a part of this. And I, you know, I've read a lot about psychology and things before yeah. Abraham. So it's like, I understand like, well, if you, you know, from just a pure psychological perspective, if you overreact to a situation, that's not going to be helpful, you know, you're going yeah. to like, for me, it's more, it brings it home in a much clearer, stronger way that like, oh. I actually feel myself sort of going away from my true self. Like now I sort of go like, oh yeah. And you and I talk, you know, during the week and you will talk to me about that. Like how you were having a good day and something happened and you, you know, you didn't feel good for like a couple of hours. And then you realized, you're like, yeah. wait, I don't think yeah. in alignment. What? Yeah. Oh, and then you Well,
1: I don't want it. I don't want to perpetuate it because it's not gonna get any better if I keep focusing on this or I keep dwelling on it or whatever. And it's like, okay, what can I do to take care of myself? What do I need to do? They need to take a nap or listen to music or definitely stop thinking about it to the best of my ability.
0: One of the things I love in the You Can Heal Your Life movie from Hay House is um, they demonstrate that really well. Or is it, actually I'm confusing this with the secret maybe
1: um well the secret does it. about what you're talking about like these kind of like toe, do. it's a secret what's that
0: there's a woman who's like she steps her toe getting out of bed and then they show you two different yes the yes different
1: the movie. secret yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: um i think there is a similar scene and you can heal your life but okay. um, yeah and then in that i think that part of the secret visually demonstrates that so well it's like because they basically have the same start to the morning like the woman wakes up She's kind of like in a neutral place, seemingly, but then something that she doesn't feel like she's in control of, you know, something that happens without her permission is that she stubs her toe when she gets out of bed and it's momentary, but it's painful. Yeah. And the first timeline that you see, she sort of makes the decision that I think a lot of us make, which is like, oh, great. It's going to be that. I mean, when I hear people say that, i just, I'm like, yeah. oh. I know right that kind of day and like the universe is like literally like oh you want (laughs) to you want it to be that kind of day okay I'm infinitely powerful I can create it you know but she goes through that timeline and everything goes wrong you know like she's out of toothpaste when she needs to brush her (laughs) teeth spills
1: coffee or something isn't there like some yeah yeah
0: into someone in the street something like that but then they show you the same, a different timeline with the same beginning where she stubs her toe getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. And I think even she still is out of toothpaste, but in at both times, she just recovers very quickly. She
1: has a very different response. Yeah. And she's yeah. just,
0: like, oh, whatever. And
1: yeah. She, yeah.
0: Kind of like, well, I'm not gonna let that determine my day.
1: Yeah, and
0: then she goes and out. That's
1: of it, right there, right? I'm not gonna let that determine my day. Like, I'm not gonna give you my power. I'm not gonna give my power away to this circumstance or this person. Like, I remember. Oh, I remember one time. I love you, sis. I just want to say that right here. Um, I had I had gone to a meeting and I heard someone say today i choose to send you love instead of the power to ruin my day and i had this was years ago i had went to go visit my sister and i was driving home after the visit and we just didn't have that great of a visit i was really i was mad at her and i'm just driving home and i'm fuming and then all of a sudden that saying came to my head and i saw i said today i choose to send you love instead of the power to ruin my day and then I just was like, I it just kind of all left me, and I was just like, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna fret over this, like whatever it is, what it is, and I it just helped me shift my thinking. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where I have said energetically to someone, um, just like today I choose to send you love instead of the power to ruin my day, bitch. Um, you know, just because there was that that feeling of just like ah. But it was like, wait a minute. Do I really want to create more of this? Am I gonna? Is that what I want to do? Like, no. I'm having a good day. Like, because stuff still happens, whether we're having a good day or not. Like, I could be having a good day, and then something comes up, and I'll I'll derail. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. No, I was having such a good day. I don't want it to shift like that. And and I so I got to choose, right? We get to choose. We think we don't have the choice, but we really do.
0: And I think one of the things that it's misinterpreted in this is, and we, you know, we've, we've hit on this before. It's a tricky area, which is the goal for me is not to become superhuman and not have what we call the negative feelings. It's not that I'm never going to feel anger. I'm never going to feel uh, sadness at all I mean, yeah. there are situations where that is my natural human response. Um, and so, you know, we've talked about before, like when I have feelings for whatever reason, sometimes I have uncomfortable feelings that really just do kind of naturally come out of my day. And then sometimes I have uncomfortable feelings that I'm totally creating unnecessarily. But it may be from a computer program that I learned in my formative years that I just I'm working on changing that and I haven't changed it all the way yet. So it's in it's my responsibility, but I didn't necessarily control it into happening, you know, right um so my uh, the approach that i strive for today is like if i'm feeling angry if i'm feeling sad if i'm feeling pain if i'm feeling guilty or shame or whatever i try to feel the, the actual emotions which is challenging sometimes but sit with the emotions and let them blow through me because my experience of actual emotions is uh if i sit with them and i don't try to resist them yeah blow through me almost like a storm like like yep. uh, and then like and, and sometimes in the storm, I think it's gonna last for like hours. I'm like, I'm gonna be right. so angry about this all day. But yep. if I really don't fight it and it just kind of like blows through me, yep. I'm surprised at like how quickly often I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm over that, you know? Isn't
1: that cool? I think that's so cool. I think kids are really a great example of that. They're crying one minute and then five minutes later, they're over there laughing with their friends or playing or super excited. And they have this huge range of emotions hour by hour minute by minute and i think somewhere along the line i i lost that you know i think because when we reach a certain age we're taught to behave a certain way and you know and so we just got to stay in this box and you know like for women don't get angry you know be good girl whatever um and so you're absolutely right let it come out let if i'm angry like You know, I can't tell you how many times I've hit the bed with the pillows or gone out into the garage and hit the punching bag or been in the car and scream. I try not to do that anymore because I've done it so loud. Sometimes I've hurt my throat and then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I hurt you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then it blows away, right? Like it just, I I was having a bad day a couple weeks ago and and I remember telling a friend, she's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm feeling really sad and I felt off. I was being really hard on myself. I go, but I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll feel better. And sure enough, I did. And I all I, I got to see the next day was like, oh yeah, I was kind of, what we were talking. I was thinking thoughts. I was being really hard on myself. I was being super judgmental. And so therefore my higher self inner being never is. And so that had created this huge um, Grand Canyon of separation between myself, who I really am and how I was feeling. and And when I saw like, oh, that's all it was. The next day I was just like, Oh, it was, it was really great. And how cool is that, that the next day I just knew because I do this work regularly that it's like, it's going to blow over. Where probably in my twenties. I would have like sat in it for days, weeks, God knows how long. Um, but
0: yeah. And I think men have a similar thing when they're at least in the, night. again, I always try to qualify because we're on the internet um (laughs) theoretically people could be listening from anywhere in the world all i know is american culture i've always i've just always lived here um but i know as as a boy who grew up here like i definitely got messages that like crying was not okay Mm -hmm. or fear is not okay um you know basically we have to be these tough like you know strong strong like yeah don't show your emotions um so i mean i think a lot of men come into it you know early you know, through adolescence early adulthood, you know, feeling kind of like, oh, we're not and, that, and that's what I found is if I'm blocking. So if I let feelings just happen, if I just sit with them, they blow through me. If I am feeling sadness, and I say, I'm not gonna cry. And it, it's amazing, like, how my, just on like videos or TV or whatever people in, in situations where you clearly should be allowed to cry. You know, you'll see somebody on TV and they'll be like, oh my God, I said I wasn't going to cry during this interview. And I'm like, you know, you're talking about something really sad. Like, why Why did you decide? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I think it's just like, they, like sharing emotion with other people consciously is a scary thing for a lot of us, but.
1: Being vulnerable yeah, in front of someone.
0: I get is, that. But it's yeah. really like, yeah, if you resist it, then you've got sort of like this problem where you've created a dam in the river of emotion and now you're going to have this buildup and you can run for a while, but eventually it's going to come out some way. And it's usually not great, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, and, and again, none of this is to, you know, cause I just think sometimes people like, like it's important for me not to focus on people who are skeptical about what we're talking about, you know, the power of attraction. It's level.
1: not for them. It's okay. We're not I your do, cup of tea. Like,
0: I do like thinking of it just because, um, i think some people sometimes are they know it's true and they have skepticism and they're on that fence <laughs> you know
1: then we welcome you come yeah. on listen oh, to a few episodes see what you think <laughs>
0: trying to gently tip you over the fence um yeah but like i'm not like none of this is saying like for example if like if you're in an abusive relationship where you're getting
1: attacked yeah, by no, a that's Mm -mm. like
0: we're not saying like
1: oh just change your thoughts you know not (laughs) at all not at all
0: external situation that you need to be present to that and take care of yourself and you know more more of what we're talking about is what we both sort of mentioned is like if we're in the course of our normal day and we are i i think for me it's usually like there is often an external trigger but i overreact my thoughts and beliefs Caused me to overreact to that external trigger, and so the example would be traffic, you know, which is hilarious in Los Angeles. Like when I get upset about traffic, that is hilarious. Because <laughs> traffic in Los Angeles is like, I mean, it's like air. <laughs> I mean, it's like if it's between you know five a.m. and nine p.m. and you are on a street anywhere in the Los Angeles area, there is most likely going to be <laughs> lots of traffic on it, and it's funny because i remember one time i was really really kind of hating my morning commute for a while and i decided to listen to this like uh guided meditation that was on youtube which was all about acceptance slowing down and appreciating the people that is not that you're hoping to get to but like yeah and i was crying by the end of that drive because i saw so many beautiful things Like I was looking, I only had to drive two miles an hour so I could see trees, (laughs) other people and, you know, all the, even something like how many different colors and types of cars and trucks there are in the world and what Mm. people do with them, you know, decoratively and all like, and I just was like, oh, like there's never really a great, you know, in the normal course of my day, there's no, there's no real need to get upset <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. you know
0: like anything is you know deal with you know right. if i can if i can just get my brain to think the right thoughts and one of the things that helps me is like that morning on that drive i felt i was in alignment with myself the entire time absolutely like oh like that means most days when i'm in traffic in los angeles i am not in alignment with myself <laughs> Because I'm, I'm sort of obsessed with this sort of idea, and I think this gets connected to, I think a lot of people can relate to this, is one of the, re- I don't mean to harp on the traffic in LA, but one of the reasons that it's frustrating is because everybody's, regardless of whether you're from Los Angeles, you were born and raised here, or whether you're from some other, you're, you were born and raised in a small town in Iowa, and you moved here. We've all had the experience of an open road like even if you grow up in Los Angeles and you drive here all the time, you still have the experience sometimes of driving on like late at night and there's no cars, not, not, none, none, but there's very few cars. So you can go as fast as you want. And so we always have that. Everybody's got that experience and it gets set as like, that's how it should be all the time. (laughs) That's how it should be. It's wrong that it takes, you know, in LA, the are ridiculous, you know, and it's like, it can take you hours to go like 10 miles. And we have this idea that that is wrong, that is wrong. You should be angry about it. You should be upset about it. And you should blame the (laughs) other drivers around you who, by the way, are in the same, they have a job and they're going like, I mean, they're probably mostly nice people too, who are just trying to get to their job. Like
1: exactly, or anywhere else,
0: no individual in Los Angeles created the traffic problem all by themselves, you know, but we tend to, I think a lot of LA drivers tend to like get in that non-aligned mode. Right. very early on in the drive and then start just judging the heck out of everyone around us. Like, you know, oh, this, what, what the hell is this guy doing, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I, I'm, a, I'm just always struck as like, okay, but if I'm doing that, there's some, there's some guy in a car, three cars behind me, who's saying that about me. <laughs> So it's almost this thing of like, I'm just yelling at myself here in a weird way. Like this is. (laughs) Well,
1: and the the different experience you had because you were listening to that meditation Yeah. and they made the suggestion of there's no rush, be in the moment, everything is as it should be, notice what's around you. And so you took the suggestion and had a very different experience and therefore you were in alignment with your higher self because your higher self is never like, this should, you should have done this already. Like, what are you doing? Like you should have been there. You know, that's never going to come from That is not the energy of our higher self at all. It's all love and acceptance.
0: Well, so the, other, we, uh, the other thing that's um, potentially frustrating about LA traffic is the unpredictability of it. And I think you can't always plan your day so that you won't be negatively impacted by traffic at all. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I remember one day, like, cause I drive from the San Fernando Valley to Los Angeles a lot. And one morning I had to do, do the same drive I usually do in the morning commute time. And there had been some sort of police action on the 405 freeway, which is like the main way most people go from where I live to the city. And so my route is like a, what they call the surface streets. It's like not the freeway. And it's usually clogged, but it's not clogged as bad as the freeways. But the freeway that people normally would take was shut down completely. So everybody had to take my way. Like everybody (laughs) who lives in valley who had to go to regular Los Angeles had to take my road. And it took me four hours to go 12 and a half miles. Mm -hmm. And like, there's no way to prevent that. Like I couldn't plan it. I couldn't have planned my morning so well that I accounted for a four hour trip, you know, but yeah. I find that most, and I think a lot of people in LA, if they were going to be honest, are like this too. We don't plan appropriately for, for the normal traffic that is, we push the limits. So we know we're late going out the door
1: yeah. and
0: then we want traffic to bend to our will because <laughs> our traffic should understand that we need, you know, we need to save some time.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, and I think that's a lot. Like I'm yelling at other drivers in my head, but what I'm actually, what's fueling that is anger at myself out of old beliefs about, oh, I should have, I'm a bad person because I should have left earlier. I should have whatever. And that's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So I just deflected out to like, well, look at this guy. why won't use his turn. signal like, yeah. what is he thinking? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's funny too, like how much my judgment of other people, which gives me that feeling of like, oh, I'm not in alignment with myself. If I really look at what's motivating that, it actually starts with like, I'm being part of myself. You know, it's like, well, you know, you're imperfect human, dude. Like, it's okay that you're a little late today. You know, like you don't have to beat yourself up for an hour and a half.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was talking about, it's funny that you, and I know we need to wrap up, but talking about that same thing with someone who's talking about people judge, is it, people judge because they don't think and i was like no i think people judge for kind of what you were saying like i'm hard on myself therefore i'm going to judge you yeah um and just projecting that out so much
0: yeah but i mean that's what i love about what abraham said is regardless of whether it's i'm being hard on myself for and it doesn't i don't really need to or i'm judging others that i don't really need to like the feeling one now that i've recognize that feeling of not being in alignment with my higher self, it sort of doesn't matter which direction I'm going, I'm like, oh, I'm just off. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually curious, I know we need to wrap up too. But um, at what you may typically say to yourself in these situations, because like, for me, it's important to affirm a that I love myself, which is hard for me to say sometimes, especially if I'm being hard on myself, but also that all is well, this concept that like, any perception on my silly human part that you know the universe is off because traffic's really bad in LA today is not correct like everything's working out for everyone's greatest good and that's what I try to come back to is like I love myself for who I am right now not some future version of myself but who I am today with all my flaws or whatever and also I trust that the universe is in charge and all is well I don't know if you have like a go-to like if you're out of if you sense that you have that out of alignment moment is there something you tell
1: yourself let's talk about that in our next episode because we want to wrap up
0: teaser (laughs) 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 all right um so uh well we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast today um again if you feel called to like us, subscribe to us, follow us, uh, any, write us a review. Um, it really helps other people find the podcast. And we're grateful to you for that. Um, if people want to find you on the interweb, Stephanie, where would they go?
1: Www.powerenjoy.com dot www.powerinjoy.com p o w e r i n j o y dot com. And uh, if you'd like, I have a 30 free 30 minute uh, free discovery session you chat.
0: All right, and uh, you can always find me uh, and message me if you want on Instagram. I am at Colin C O L L I N underscore Daniels D A N I E L S underscore Worcester W O R S T E R. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening or watching, whichever you did. We really appreciate it. Uh, We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time on co-creation station. Bye everybody.